Hello and welcome to episode number three of Fitness Unraveled, the show that motivates, educates and unravels a confusing online health and fitness space. I'm Jess Lockwood and today I'm going to be talking about all things meal prep, especially for those with demanding jobs keeping them glued to their desk for hours at a time. So due to the fact everyone has a different starting point, the podcast is going to be angled from the perspective of two types of people. One, Those that aren't enthused about cooking, they don't care for it and want to spend as little time in the kitchen as possible. This is like my boyfriend Adam. We'll refer to this type of person as Adam. And number two, those that are a little bit more interested in cooking, enjoy it and see it as a little bit of a stress release. This is like me, so we'll refer to this type of person as Jess. It's important to note that if you're like Adam, and even if you're like Jess, you're going to have your good weeks and your bad weeks. Whatever kind of week you have ahead of you, being able to plan ahead and doing the best that you can in the situation you're in will be the key to success. Meal planning and prepping is one of the best things that you can do to adhere to your fitness goals. So now I'm gonna delve into the nitty gritty of how to set yourself up for success. So first of all, I'm gonna be talking about the types of meal prep that you get throughout the week. Number one, so you've got the start of the week organization from this you really want to be looking ahead at your upcoming monday to friday schedule we want to do monday to friday because it's better to have weekends as a little bit more of flexibility obviously you've got brunches you'll have more meals out but monday to friday is a little bit easier to start with and a little bit easier to see ahead and plan with so with this you want to see what days you're in the office and what days you're going to be working from home and if you have any meals out planned during the week this can include things like client dinners and lunches but also any social occasions that you have with family and friends From here, you can then work out what meals in the week you can make yourself. And I would suggest if you're a little bit of a social butterfly, or even if you're not, if you can just cook as many meals as you possibly can at home so that when it leaves yourself a little bit of flexibility so that when you are going for these meals out or these brunches out or whatnot, you can choose in line with more of what you want rather than in line with your goals and to be honest the best is a combination of the two but yeah anyway so after you've planned ahead and you've chosen the meals that you want to make it's a good idea to do a big food shop with this start of the week organization either have it delivered or physically go to the shops it's either one or the two if you're going to go to the shops I really would book it out in your calendar or your diary for like 60 to 90 minutes so that you know when you're going and you don't end up skipping it because I know a lot of the times for me if it's on a Sunday and I've not like set out an exact time of when I'm going to go the time will pass and it'll be four and the shop is shut and then you've got to go to the, the Tesco Express or the Sainsbury's local and everything's all a little bit more expensive and you think oh I'll just wait until midweek when the big shop is open longer hours again and then you will never end up doing it so definitely book it out in your calendar on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Monday so that you've got that start of the week organization and then what you want to do is on that Sunday you can then batch cook any food you can from Monday to Wednesday And I say that because in my experience, obviously everyone's going to be different, but as a good starting point, I think meal prepping two to three days in advance is the nice medium with that as well. I think any longer than that, it can get a little bit stale in the fridge or just not taste as fresh. 
And also you might get bored of the same meals after Monday to Wednesday, but then anything shorter than that, you probably feel like you're cooking a little bit too much. So that's why I say Monday to Wednesday. Okay, so that, that's your start of the week organization. Then you have number two, which is your midweek booster. And this is when you get to Wednesday and then you've got the rest of the week. Or for me, I work on a Saturday, so I would then prep from Thursday to Saturday. Or you could do then just Thursdays and Fridays food. So batch cook then your dinners, lunches, or whatever you have decided to do. uh, Those two to three days taking you to either Friday or Saturday. And then the third type of meal prep that you've got is your daily checkup. So personally, I always have like a five minute prep breakfast that I'll do the evening before. And I tend to habit stack this against straight after clearing up after dinner. I will always make breakfast for the next day with that. Also daily checkups can include things like making sure that you have um, any snacks prepared for the next day. But yeah, I'll also prep lunch every other day and that can also be included in the daily checkup as well. All right, so that's the different types of meal prep that you get throughout the week. And then what I wanted to delve a little bit deeper in is demanding desk jobs and with this long hours away from home. The tips I have for this, and my number one tip for this, is prepping snacks. This is a really big point. Snacking on things provided in the office can really throw you off track. You really do want to stay away from the unhealthy snacks and make a point to choose your indulgences as well. This really does depend on your situation and exactly how many times it's someone's birthday in the office or what size team you're in. For example, if it's someone's birthday every other day and treats are brought in, it's probably best for you to abstain from picking if it's a birthday once every few weeks for example then maybe you weigh up that it is worth it for you to join in and with this in mind you want to ensure that you have healthy snacks on hand in your top drawer or in the work kitchen cupboards for when you do get peckish just to make sure that you've got something to satisfy the afternoon uh, sweet craving so that's my first tip second tip is having it sounds simple but it's something that I never really thought about at the beginning which is having a big enough bag that you can bring everything in with you comfortably especially if you're going to be bringing in things like snacks and different Tupperwares for different things and really if you are as prepared as I usually am then having a big enough bag that you can comfortably carry to and from work especially if you're commuting on the tube or and you don't have a car that you're driving in that is a key point And then another tip is pre-measuring and weighing things to take in smaller containers. So if you don't have a food scale at home, I would recommend having a food scale at home just to make sure that you're not, for example, bringing in a whole bag of protein powder or a whole bag of oats when you really could just pre-portion it and take it with you. And then you want to think about bringing your own cutlery if your office doesn't provide the right things that you need so if I for example are going to have avocado in the morning I make sure that I bring a sharper knife in with me just to make sure that that is as easy as possible for me to make it work rather than trying to cut an avocado with a teaspoon for example so think about exactly what you're going to need from a practical perspective in terms of cutlery and if you can keep things like salt pepper milk 
tea, coffee and sauces in work if you have an area to do so, just so you're not, again, bringing those things in. And it's just little things like that that will make your life so much easier when you're in the office and you're away from home for like hours at a time. The next thing that I wanted to talk about was your store cupboard hacks and essentials. So I definitely would recommend to clear out your fridge and cupboards weekly. This will ensure the whole tidy space, tidy mind state of mind. So when things are clearly laid out, neatly in their place, and you don't have any out of date items scattered in your space, you're more likely to want to be productive in that area. Things like stocking up on spices, sauces, oils. Make sure that you are really stocked up on the herbs and spices that you love so that you can make simple meals taste way better. Whenever I have my favorite sauces like sriracha and Tabasco on hand, I'll generally just prefer the meals that I eat when I add those sauces. So it's always good to have your favorite stocked up. Also another hack is go-to meals for emergencies. Now I did touch on this in the last podcast episode, but ensuring that you have things like ready packs of grains, tin tuna, chopped tomatoes, stock cubes, vinegars, frozen fruit and vegetables, etc. So that when you're in a state of quote unquote emergency, when you haven't got fresh food, then you do always have something healthy that you can rustle up quick time. Another subject that I wanted to cover in this meal prep guide 101 episode is working around social occasions and nights out and how meal prepping can really help you from falling back into bad habits when you're hungover or you're drunk (laughs) pretty much or just when you're not as organized so this is how you can make those situations a little bit more organized and prepped for success so when you've planned out your week at the start and you can see that you have a night out or two planned it is a good idea to make sure that you have ingredients in the fridge for when you're hung over the next day or even better prepped food in the fridge so that you're not tempted to order on delivery and you have something that you can literally just heat up. If you're going on a night out, make sure that you have your dinner before you leave. Now, I know there's been quite a few times that I have gotten carried away with getting ready and I haven't made time to actually have my dinner before I go out. It just means that you've number one lined your stomach but also you've saved yourself from skipping dinner, which skipping meals is never a good idea and it just therefore means that you're less likely to get a Mackey's on your way home. In line with that point, also having an emergency meal ready that you can make or eat when you get home. So simply cooking a bit extra at dinner and saving a small portion for when you're back could save you from ordering a Deliveroo when you get home or some pasta and sauce, for example. Anything at home at this rate would be better than ordering food in and you'll really thank yourself the next day for this. Aside from a night out, if you're going out for a meal, it is a good idea to have a snack that's high in protein and fiber before you go out. And for example, this could look like a protein shake with an apple, Um, just because it will keep you from being like starving when you're ordering and it will mean that you're more likely to make a decision that's more in line with your goals. And then I've just got some general tips as well. Having a range of a minimum non-negotiable goal to a maximum, this is the best 
situation that this week could have gone goal so having your minimum and maximum days so for what this looks like for example is okay I know that Adam does this so he will meal prep on a Sunday he'll prep like a good few chicken breasts that will last him between Monday and Wednesday and then if he does Thursday that's a bonus but Friday he'll always have uh, lunch out with work but I on the other hand will always have like my Monday to Saturday I'll always have prepped but sometimes like on a Saturday I won't so having your own minimum non-negotiable target and your maximum this is the best week ever target is great and then whatever you hit in between that you're on to a winner and then what you want to do is store storing your prepped food so ensuring that you have different sizes of Tupperware you want smaller Tupperware for things like oats and then you want larger bits of Tupperware for big batches of food and in particular I really like having glass or stainless steel ones um, instead of plastic as I just know that that's better for you. I would say that good equipment for professionals or even not professionals actually at all but things like slow cookers are really good that you can do on a Sunday so just whack everything in a slow cooker and then you don't have to look at it for the rest of the day or for like three or four hours air fryers these are also really good for quick meals yeah like I said another general tip is cooking two to three days in advance I find that that is the best time window for meal prepping sheet pan recipes these are also great so just getting a baking tray chopping up veggies potatoes protein of choice and then just scattering like salt pepper and your favorite herbs and spices and then just whacking that in the oven for about 30 to 40 minutes and then you're done like that's a really easy meal prep recipe that you can do another tip is just batch cook when you feel like you have extra time so if that isn't on a Sunday but say for example you work from home on a Friday and then you've got that extra time so whenever you feel like you've got a couple of hours it's definitely worth batch cooking things and even popping things in the freezer as well for those emergency times if you're someone like Adam as well you're going to want to keep your meals very basic and I will go on to some of our favorite meals next as well and the last general tip that I have is quite a simple one but I think a lot of people will just overlook this is cook food you actually like (laughs) a lot of people think that they have to meal prep things that they don't necessarily like or they see a meal prep recipe and think that that's the only way that you can do it but cooking food you actually like and also experiment with home cooked versions of your favorite takeouts as well that's another thing that I'd really recommend and it can also be quite fun as well okay so I did want to go over some of mine and Adam's go-to meal prep recipes and hopefully this will give you a little bit of inspiration Um, also just to reiterate that if you don't like these meals these aren't the only things that you can meal prep like experiment but just to show you that it doesn't have to be really laborious and it doesn't have to be the most extravagant thing you've ever seen so from these examples of what me and Adam cook day in day out week in week out week in week out they are pretty simple so for breakfasts Adam will always make overnight oats he'll make that in the evening so that's oats protein powder greek yogurt 
um, he has a chocolate one. So he adds a bit of cocoa powder in there and then a bit of milk, mixes that all in and then tops it with, he tops it with banana and peanut butter. If I were to do overnight oats, I'd always top it with frozen berries and almond butter. So yeah, Adam loves overnight oats for breakfasts. I um, always make like a scrambled eggs and spinach mixture with spring onions and then I will bring in like half an avocado and then cut that up at work and um, so I'll always make that for breakfast. Adam, um, creature of habit, will, as I said we'll always cook the same things but he likes to batch cook chicken breasts in like a fajita barbecue seasoning with a pack of microwave rice and then he'll have that with cherry tomatoes and cucumbers and reggae reggae sauce like that is his absolute go-to recipe so simple the only thing that he's cooking there is the chicken breast so again it doesn't have to be like five-star michelin <laughs> and then i like to sheet pan roasted veg and then i'll fry chicken breast uh, in seasoning and then what i'll do is i'll bring a ton of hummus and leave that in work and then i'll have that chicken and sheet pan roasted veg and then mix it all in with a tablespoon of hummus then for dinners we do usually have the same thing the things that we like to do is create a really big beef mixture like minced beef but then with loads of roasted veg so it's like a big bolognese sauce and then i'll cook like five portions of that and put it in a big tupperware and then what we can do is like spoon that out during the week have that with rice or pasta like you can be quite versatile with that that's always something good to do we also really like salmon with packet rice and roasted broccoli and then topping that off with sriracha mayo that's one that we love fajitas and then something that you can do with fajitas as well is just make extra chicken fajita mix and then have it with rice the next day uh, chicken with roasted potatoes and veg that's another thing that we like so hopefully you can see that it's all really simple things and it's really easy to make batches of as well snacks just to give you some examples of like healthy-ish high protein snacks. Adam will always have like bananas, apples, and he loves to have protein bars, protein yogurts, protein shakes, and those naked bars as well. And then in the evening, he'll always snack on chocolate rice cakes. For example, what I tend to have is during the week at work, like in the afternoon, I'll make some oats in the microwave, have that with a scoop of protein powder and top it off with some frozen berries. I'll have that every day. In the evening, I like to have an option hot chocolate that's low calorie and just satisfies the sweet tooth in the evening and then also I like to have Greek yogurt with berries and honey like protein bars and protein smoothies as well those are basically the only things that Adam and I will eat throughout the week like yes it's boring but also it's tasty we enjoy the meals having dinners on rotation that we like to cook and that we know is within in line with our goals is really important as well so we know that if we have any of those dinners we're getting our protein it's got veg it's you know not in loads of oil and then on a weekend we will mix it up and we'll make a different recipe or we will order in or something like that so the main things to remember are i've got five points number one do the best with what you have. Number two, it doesn't have to be gourmet cooking. Number three, have recipes on rotation that you like. Number four is healthify current meals you love. And number five, planning is everything. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you do have any questions or want to know more about working with me, head to my website link in the show notes or catch me on Instagram at Jessica Lockwood. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts so that you can be notified whenever a new episode becomes available. I really do appreciate your time and I'll see you next time.